0: According to the grace of God given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation and another is building upon it. But each one must be careful how he builds upon it, for no one can lay a foundation other than the one that is there, namely Jesus Christ. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. But the temple of God, which you are, is holy the word of the lord hallelujah hallelujah i have chosen and consecrated this house says the lord that my name may be there forever the lord be with you reading from the holy gospel according to john since the passover of the jews was near jesus went up to jerusalem he found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of Scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this, the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken the gospel of the Lord. Since the Passover was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. That sounds odd because Jerusalem was in the south of Israel. It is like saying since Mardi Gras was near, we went up to New Orleans. Christ went up to Jerusalem because it sits on top of a mountain. It is 2,600 feet above sea level. The Sea of Galilee, 70 miles to the north where Christ lived, is 700 feet below sea level. So if pilgrims like Christ were going to go to Jerusalem, they were going to go up. The psalm says, I rejoice because they said to me, we will go up to the house of the Lord. As a pilgrim approached the city, he could see the polished marble of the temple gleaming in the sun. On the roof of the temple sanctuary were gold spikes that kept the birds off. When the sun hit the spikes, a person could see them from miles away. Zeal consumed the pilgrim as he got closer and closer to the house of the Lord. You see, the temple area was not just massive. It was awash in beauty, Every time a pilgrim went there, his jaw dropped as he took in all the splendor. So picture yourself as a pilgrim climbing in anxious anticipation to the holy city. You finally enter the gate to the temple area, and it has been turned into a market. It is commercialized, secularized, defiled A line between the sacred and profane has been crossed. What do you do if you are a faithful Jew, zealous for your father's house, and you come across this defilement? Well, Christ made a whip out of cords and drove it out. Do you think Christ offended people that day? Who are you to be doing this? They asked. Who am I? I'm the temple. This gorgeous, holy edifice, which you are profaning, is me. Destroy me like this temple would be destroyed. And in three days I will rise. The prophet Ezekiel, about 600 years before Christ saw, he saw water flowing from the front of the temple. It flowed down to the south, down to the desert where the Dead Sea is. Why is the Dead Sea dead? Dead because it is the lowest spot on earth. It is 1,400 feet below sea level. The Dead Sea is full of salt. Nothing can live in it. But the angel tells Ezekiel that the water flowing from the temple will give life to all creatures. The sea of salt will be made fresh, for they shall be watered by the flow from the sanctuary. Look at today's psalm. There is a stream whose runlets gladden the city of God. On the banks of this stream, this river, fruit trees shall grow. Their leaves shall not fade, nor their fruit fail. The fruit will be our food. The leaves our medicine. Do you see then how it works? The temple and the flow from way up high in the sanctuary is what we call a type or a figure for Christ who hung way up high on the altar of Calvary. His blood and water flows down on us. This river gives life to all creatures once dead because of sin. The temple prefigured Christ. That is why it was so beautiful and holy and imposing. Imposing? Was Jesus imposing? Many of us were taught he was always gentle and lovable and non judgmental. Are we sure about that? Tell that to the people who are selling oxen and sheep in the temple. Tell that to the money changers whose tables got turned over by the gentle and lovable Jesus. Speaking of imposing, if you look up St. John Lateran, you will come across images of the mother church of all Christendom. The archbasilica of the most holy savior, commonly known as St. John Lateran, is the oldest cathedral in Rome. The first one built after the Roman Emperor Constantine liberated Christianity in 313 AD. When a pilgrim passes through the doors of the Lateran, his jaw drops as he takes in the magnificence, the awesome splendor. The Lateran was dedicated on November 9th, 324, and the church has celebrated that dedication annually for centuries on this day. Since Passover was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He went up to offer sacrifice. Then he became the sacrifice. Our Passover is nearer than we think. Let us all then get up to Jerusalem and offer sacrifice with Christ, the true temple, whose one true sacrifice saves us.